Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the opposition preview for Liverpool versus Chelsea. We are live with Louis Benaventi from the Chelsea Echo. Um, just first things first, as you'll have seen there, we are running a competition. If you've not been following us over the last few months, you won't have seen all the fantastic Jordan Henderson content we've been pumping out non-stop. Um, you've got about a week to join our um, website. Go over to the website, subscribe to the remontv.com. And by doing that, you'll be automatically entered in our fantastic Hendo 10 box competition that we've got going on. So it's a fantastic fantastic like big gift box with loads of little goodies in there you get a book you get a poster you get a mug you get a t-shirt you get a dvd of all three parts of the documentary and the bonus features um it's a really really nice little gift and it's something that we're not selling at the moment so you can't just buy these you've got to you've, wait you've got to win one basically so head over to the website um subscribe to the remntv.com you'll be entering the competition you can see the whole documentary but also you'll get loads of little bits and bobs um all our other content as well including um the opposition preview X Extra that we just filmed with Louis talking about Chelsea's journey over the last 12 months. Um, and now a little bit of housekeeping is out of the way. Louis, how are you, mate? Thanks for com- coming on again. I'm very well. Thank you for Looking having me. To Saturday. Got me lem sip because I'm not feeling too well. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm, no. I'm just getting myself prepared for it. Lem, lem sipping, got a few lozenges, lemon <laughs> and honey, just so I can scream at the TV and lose my voice again. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm good to go. It's mad, isn't it? Like, Obviously, we've had fans back for a couple of weeks and it's been great, but like this feels like the first huge clash because you know you, you played Arsenal last weekend. We we had the discussion the other day, Arsenal aren't the same team, Arsenal aren't what they were, they're still a big club. But you know, when I, whenever I see Chelsea playing Arsenal or City are playing Arsenal this weekend, whenever Liverpool play Arsenal, I expect to win now because we're all significantly better football teams than them. They'll be back, but not right now. So this one feels like the first huge clash in the Premier League since the return of fans. It's half five on a Saturday night. I'm going, the place is going to be bouncing. It just, It's just so nice to have this magnitude of game so early on. Oh, no, 100%. I, I mean, I'm I'm unfortunately not going. Um, I was going to go, then I got ill. So I can't, I can't <laughs> go anymore. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, whole, the whole game itself, you know, for me, I always love to look for Liverpool. Um, obviously, for me, as you know, there's familiar reasons why I love the city so much. So, Liverpool, Everton, you know, they're my favourite games to go to. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I think you know the playing Liverpool as well. Like as you very well know, I'm not a big fan of Jurgen Klopp at all. So I'm very much sort of in the position of you know what I just I just love to get one over Jurgen Klopp. Um, and it's and for is me, it, is that not Liverpool, though right? like? We've, I suppose we, we've had conversations about it in the past, but nothing like a deep dive. Is that not just not because he's dead good for another club and he's smiley and he's a sore loser like every other manager in the league and he doesn't manage your team? Is that not what it's about or is it something deeper? No, 
I, I, something deeper. I, 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 look, good coaches are sore losers. That's fine. But good coaches also learn from their mistakes and then don't blame other people. Before a ball was even kicked, Jurgen Klopp was already moaning about, look what Chelsea do. Look at what City do. Look at what this team does. He wasn't right. moaning. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He, he, he was. He, he literally he said, wasn't. look at Chelsea, PSG and Man City. He literally he said, said that. He was man. saying, I don't understand their financial situation. He, that's what he said. I don't understand on, Chelsea's on, financial on, situation. On, that's what he said. We know what he meant by that. We know what he meant by that. Because he, 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 we know what he means by that. Because as soon as you put us in a bracket of PSG and Man City, we know exactly what you're saying. Let's not just say he's going all nicely and smiley. He's, he's very underhand. Or he always, for example, he moans about the fixtures. He moans about something else. When, for example, he could rotate his squad. When he, for me, right, okay, this is an outside look at him. He's turning around going, oh, we don't have the finances to do this. Okay. You've had, over the years, multiple teams interested in Mane and Salah, as an example. If you're so worried about a rebuild, and I completely understand you don't want to sell your best players, if you're a top club, you don't want to do that. But if you're so worried about not having the finances to rebuild, if you have to lose one of those players to improve the squad, then it's something you have to consider, surely. Or it you is. do what Jürgen Klopp does but when, and but play when... the same eleven every week until they get injured all the time and then moan about the fixtures. But, he, <laughs> what, but when, when, when he's asked a question about his spending and he's asked a question in reference to your rivals have been spending this money X, Y, Z, what's he supposed to do? He's, he's been asked a direct question about the spending of his rivals, particularly Chelsea and Man City, and he's saying... I don't understand the situation at Chelsea because they're spending a lot of money. You, we had the conversation on the other show, which is over on the website, about how you know it's all self-sustaining and all that. Jurgen Klopp doesn't look into all that. Jurgen Klopp doesn't listen to all. He doesn't listen to Chelsea fans talking about how you're self-generating that money. He's doing his job, so he's been asked a exactly. question. So he's stick going, to that. What do you mean? So stick to yeah. that. Yeah, but he's, he been, he's it, been asked it, a question in a press conference. Yeah, but he doesn't. He he, he, he don't. You have to be smart. He, he, he could be more intelligent about how he words it, then, couldn't he? Instead of just yeah. going, he just needs to do it. It's just going, oh, Man City, Chelsea, PSG. Do you know who does that? Idiots and football tribalists who don't actually yeah. understand the nuances of the game. You know, people who just go and fucking sit there all the time, get all excited. Look at me. It's literally what it is. It's all it is. Interesting. It's big, it is. big talk from a man who's had Jose Mourinho twice at his club, who's a non Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But Mourinho, he is smart with it. He self-deflects. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell right okay whatever right let's talk about the game because we could go on this wasn't even on the agenda we've got a massive agenda <laughs> here and and we've we've got ourselves talking about Jurgen Klopp and we completely never are going to agree on it um Chelsea going into the weekend obviously two wins from two um a nice little start for you obviously being touted as title contenders um who's Tuchel going to play any fresh injury concerns how do you think Tuchel's going to line up for this because I feel like with um, Pep Guardiola over the years, obviously this is the first time Tuchel will have come to Anfield as the Chelsea manager, um, and it's full. Obviously, you won there last season. Um, Liverpool were going through a really tough, tough patch at that time. Um, Pep Guardiola in the big games has come and he's changed the way that he's played, and, we, and we've and we've seen that because it, it's it's a sign of respect, obviously, for just how how badly Liverpool can hurt you. But it's also you know this, basically he's he's I feel like he's adapted to give himself what he feels is the best chance of winning the game. Sometimes it's worked, sometimes it's not. How do you think Tuchel will do at the weekend? You know, because obviously you guys at the moment you play some attractive football. You've got lots of good creative attacking players. Do you imagine that he's gonna stick to his guns and? 
play how he always plays or do you think he might be a little bit more conservative to try and, you know, just dampen that crowd down? I imagine he'll stick to his guns and the crowd really won't be a problem after the first two minutes because that's what I've experienced at Anfield in a Premier League night. Anyway. Um, oh, he's but just I digging a that... hole. He's got his shovel. He's digging and digging. <laughs> it's, it, I've, look, look, personally, I've gone to Anfield and you see, you never walk alone, which is awesome. I love that. Um, then I get called a rent boy for the first two minutes. Then it goes quiet. Then I get the same at half time. Then the second half kicks off. I get called a rent boy again. And then if you've won, you sing You Never Walk Alone. That's all I've experienced. I've I personally never gone to Anfield and been in awe of the atmosphere on a Premier you League go, night. European you go, nights might be yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go the season that Salah scored the screamer and we won we beat you in the you know, that was part of the title race? Did you go because there's definitely the, been there's definitely been games against Chelsea that I can pick off out of the top of my head that have been great atmospheres. That was a Sunday afternoon. I, I was I was at that, but I wasn't in awe at that atmosphere. I, really? I wasn't from from what really? I from yeah from from what I'm that told. That second half was bouncing, man. Expected. I'm there going, oh, is it? Was it? Was it? It was. Because from it where was. I was sitting, find the clips, it was man. A song every every 10, 15 minutes. It wasn't really anything like interesting. Sitting there going, it's bouncing. That's just me, my personal opinion. And this okay. isn't me trying to make a dig. That's just me saying, personally, when I've been there, I've not experienced it. However, um, I think, look, in, in, term, in terms of the game, I think, uh, realistically, Tuchel's probably going to be playing how he's played over the past few fixtures against the big sides. So, he likes to set up with quite a low block. Um, and obviously, with a three-back as well, we look, we try to pass it out, go through Jorginho, who's the main player in terms of that situation. You're probably going to see Kante back. I'm not sure if we have any injury concerns. I think we're I think we're fine now. I think Ziyech was the only one which was um, touch and go. Obviously, he came back in last week. Um, but I think look, I think realistically, you'll probably see a three four three. Chances are, I reckon he might bring Thiago Silva back into the fold for this one, purely down to uh, the fact that he's just uh, of that that presence of someone who uh, does understand the big games. Uh, but this is the thing with with the Thomas Tuchel is. You can't really know what team he's going to go with because you could pretty much nail ten of the eleven, but there's mm. always going to be one which yeah, is going to yeah, be yeah, unexpected, yeah. and it's usually in that front line. Um, I think I don't think Chris, um, Christian Pulis is going to be back because he was ruled out with COVID. Um, so I think probably what you're going to see, you'll probably see Werner or Havertz on the left hand side. That's the one that I'm not sure about. Lukaku, Mount, uh, Reese James will probably keep hold of his position, as will Marcus Alonso. Um, and then you're probably going to see, yes, yeah, so Kante, Jorginho, the back three. It'll probably be, excuse me, <clears throat> uh, it'll probably be uh, Christensen, Aspilicueta, and, like, or, and Rudiger. Rudiger. I reckon that's what it will be. Rudiger. Yeah, Rudiger's Rudiger. had a good start to the season, actually. I've been quite impressed with him and he's been doing bits in fantasy. Um Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel, obviously his big his big game record in the Premier League has been very good so far. Um, but again, you know, if you put the if you put the whole Anfield specific thing at the side, the league is different this year with the fans in. Mm. You know, and and we're already seeing a swing towards more home wins. Whereas last season there was it seemed to be quite random, but particularly in the first parts of the season there were far more away wins than we're used to in the league. So so that so that's the thing. So when you come up against um, 
the the big sides this season away from home. How do you expect them to fare? Because uh, that's that's the difference it. between a title win, right, and and a, yeah. and, a, and a title challenge or a top four challenge. Well, we, we were saying this in the preview extra, weren't we? You know, we were looking at it, sort of trying to analyse what what will be what will be the situations, and I, I think you know big flashpoints are going to be this game. I think the Man City game for us is going to be a huge flashpoint as well, potentially. Um, and I know that's very a very obvious thing to say, but you know, I think even though I have just you know shat on the Anfield atmosphere, you're completely right about you know fans having a bit more of an impact. You know, they, they you could have I don't know Reese James taking a throw in, and some guy just says something <laughs> throws him off or something like that. You you, you don't have yeah. that issue when you're playing behind closed doors. Um, and I think that, you know, what what Reece, what well, Reece James and what Chelsea are capable of, um, I, I hope in terms of the, the, the mentality as well, I think a, a big thing, which I haven't even picked up on, the thing I was too nervous at the time, but there was um, a really good interview uh, last week uh, with Romelu Lukaku uh, talking about that Champions League. And he was saying, he was talking about the, the two teams lining up in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at the City team, obviously just leaning on the walls, sort of not almost too relaxed. And then he had the Chelsea side, just laser focus in the zone, ready to go. And he was talking about, Do you know what? You can see a difference in mentalities and you can see a side that's ready and sort of side that wasn't. The mentality that Chelsea have and the side which Thomas Tuchel has developed and the footballing play that we've developed as well, the style, everything, it, it it's a bit more positive in terms of making me feel more confident. For, for me personally, I, I watch Chelsea now and I get, not not to the same extent, but I get similar vibes as I got of the first Mourinho spell. You know, if Chelsea go 2-0 up now, you, you're pretty certain nine times out of ten, I'm saying nine times out of ten because this is on the internet, uh, I'm saying nine times out of ten, you think that Chelsea are probably going to go on to win that. You know, 2-0, mm. shut up shop, good to go. And there's there's an aura about this team now as well. Now, it's not just because we won the Champions League. I think even getting to the Champions League final, you look at that just like, okay, well, there, there is something about this. Even at the beginning of last season when we weren't playing the best, you still sort of go, well, they have the tools. There is something there. And the beauty of it is this is a side which hasn't even hit its peak yet. There are certain players which will probably be taken out and could go back. I mean, like, you know, Jorginho's, in his late twenties, Kante is going to be thirty this year. Thirty this year, uh, Aspilicueta, you know, he's getting on a little bit as well. So, you know, there are certain players which you, you know might come out and you might replace over the next few years. But this is a new era with this side, and um, I'm I'm very excited to see what they're capable of. And you know, I, I can't tell you what's going to happen in this year because of uh, because of fans. You know, we we don't know yet, but it's going to be very interesting to see how Thomas Tuchel shapes up and tackles big games like this. Yeah, I think with the squads as they are, um, it's going to be a really exciting season with uh, a really competitive title race that I think ho- I think hopefully, potentially, we'll both be involved in um, because I think obviously Chelsea have put themselves at that level with the signing of Romelu Lukaku. Again, we talk- we did talk about them in a little bit more detail about the player that he's become over on the websites one, but let's talk about the battle that everybody is talking about at the moment and going into this weekend, and that is Lukaku versus Van Dijk. Now, 
like I'm I'm pretty sure I'd hope you'd agree for your own sake that we know that Van Dijk's the best centre back in the Premier League, right? We we we're, we're agreed on Van Dijk being the best centre half in the Premier League. Come on, Louis. Come on, Louis. Come fully, on, Louis. Fully fully fit. Fully yeah. fit. Fully, fully fit. fit. Which yeah. I, I so. still I still think he's like one he's he's one or two game days away from being like back on it. I yeah, well, it's I interesting. Did you, did you watch our game on Saturday, the Burnley game? Did did you did you watch that genuinely? I watched the, I watched the highlights match of the day. He, right. he so looked good. Right at the he end, no, no, he did. But right at the end, I don't think they showed it on match of the day. He did make a proper Van Dyke tackle that stopped the goal, and like it got this huge kind of applause. And it was the the, the thing of obviously we we've all been kind of waiting for this moment as Liverpool fans to kind of see a clinical proper moment where you go right his knee's okay and yeah I agree I think he, you know I think obviously he's getting sharper and sharper and sharper but that moment on Saturday I think will give and hit will will have given him a mm. load of confidence given us going into this Saturday because it's a massive challenge and we I, I we're, we're, we're probably double up on ourselves a little bit based on what we said on the pod but um previously his track record against Lukaku very very good um you know against uh, both as a Southampton player and as a Liverpool player you know when when Lukaku was at Man United he never really causes a problem and he never Man United would always put him on Dejan Lovren to bully him because they just knew that Van Dijk wasn't worth messing about with. First of all, do you think that Lukaku is now good enough to take him on? Because let's be honest, not many strikers have really given Van Dijk a torrid game. I, don't, I, w- I would never say that Van Dijk, honestly, like since he arrived, he's not had a horrendous game for Liverpool. Like he's ne- he's never been just no, bullied and, and taken out, right? But do you think that there's that the message from Tuchel to Lukaku this week will be you've got to push him to his limits see how good see how sharp he's feeling like you've really got to get on him because you know you're one of the best strikers in the world at the moment you've got to see how far Van you can take Van Dijk in terms of that battle of the weekend because it could be key in winning the game I, I think it will be I think the reason I was saying was when we said best player in the league when he's fit even though you mentioned that tackle I didn't, I didn't see that so that's yeah. that, you know pushes the Mentality in a different different direction because before coming onto the court, I was kind of sitting there going, "Well, when I've watched him over the past couple of games, you can just see the same pace isn't quite there. You, it's building up. You can see that it's slowly getting there, but you can still see there's there's little nuances and instances where it's he's just not quite the same Van Dyke as there was before the knee injury. But having said that, if he's made that tackle and he's been in training this week in a capacity. You're looking at probably a 95% Van Dyke here. That's that's. I'd say I'd say maybe this game and the next one, and then you got cool Van Dyke's back in the swing of things. It'll be a case of. I, I think it will start that way, but if it's going as we're saying, chances are he will be put on to whoever the partner is a centre back. I think hopefully a way we can expose you because you're, you know, wing backs, full backs, basically wing backs like to get forward. Hopefully we can expose you there with our wing backs. So that means that maybe there might be an overload and, you know, Lukaku, Van Dijk might be tracking Lukaku, but you can't do it all the time. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping that there'll be ways to expose the Liverpool back line because, you know, it can't just be a case of just targeting Van Dijk because if you're doing that, you're well, stupid. Can I ask you what you think of, what you make of Joel Matic? Because I, I think, and I think it's, it's an opinion shared by many Liverpool fans and, and the reason it's shared by only Liverpool fans is because I think that outside of Liverpool, he is... And maybe it's because of his injury record, 
a criminally underrated centre back. A criminally underrated centre back. I, I think there's there's many many centre backs. I think I think he could pretty much get into any team in the league if he was fit. I'm just trying to think if that's a lie. I think Man United. I think he's better than Harry Maguire at Man United. I think he's better than Christensen at Chelsea. I think he's better than I think he's better than John Stones. So I I, I he can get into any team. So. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is it as simple as going... We're not getting any joy out of Van Dyke. Let's move him over to Matip. Or is it down to the fact that okay, maybe this the way we win this game isn't down the middle. It's what you've already touched on. It's 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 playing wide, getting crosses into the box, and hoping that we win things. But then again, you've got two massive centre R's who are going to deal with most of your crosses. So it's a tough one. It's it's going to be a very difficult game. I I, I have a feeling the way that we're so excited. That it's going to be a it's going to be a damp squib. I've got a weird feeling about it, hmm. um, but I, I think that look, I think the way that we play and the way we exposed you guys last season. Granted, again, you said you're going through a very difficult patch. The way that we we got through you guys was through the wings, cutting inside and you know, pulling the ball back. Um, that is pretty much Chelsea's trademark move. You know, it'd be Havertz, it'll be Werner, it'll be Mount. You know, getting to the byline on the edge of the, the six yard and sort of just pulling it back onto the penalty spot and someone will be there now with the parking. So, you know, I think that, that that's, it's going to be interesting, but I think, yeah, Joel, Joel Matip for me, I, I agree. He's really underrated. I think the injury record definitely plays into it. So for me, I look at him and I go, ah, you know, he's a great player, but he's always injured. Same with Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez is always injured, but you can see that there is a hell of a player there. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of one of those where you look at the situation. You go, okay, well, how how do we deal with that? Um, I think Joel Matip. I think Lukaku would have more joy out of Joel Matip. Possibly, um, but I think this I, is this is where I worry about Chelsea. Okay, and it or for me it revolves around Mason Mount because I love him to bits. I think he's a fantastic player. I think I, I like watching him for Chelsea, and I love watching him play for England when he does play. And I think, do you know the chance that you had against um, Arsenal at the weekend, where the it, Leno made a great save and Lukaku it was there, it was the header and he hits the bar. For me, that little pocket of space where Mason Mount can pick up the ball on the right-hand side and clip it over Matip's head 
towards Lukaku because I don't think I don't think Matip necessarily has the pace to deal with that nice little clip ball over the top four, um, and I think that kind of ball can possibly take Van Dijk out of the game if, if he's not pressed. And that's where Fabinho comes into it. That's Fabinho's job, to close that down, to stop that supply. But if that ball happens, Burnley did it a couple of times quite early on at the weekend and it didn't really come to much. But there were kind of balls round the corner for Chris Wood between the centre-backs. And I do worry that because Lukaku's just a freak in nature, he's big, he's strong, but he's also fast. And if you can play that ball and you can get Mason Mount to play that perfect ball, that's where I worry but you're right, I think. It's not something that I necessarily thought about because you're potentially going to outnumber us on the wings. Liverpool might have to compromise maybe one of the fullbacks or maybe neither of them go forward quite as often. But again, like we talked about with Tuchel, that's not necessarily something that Jurgen Klopp's going to change. He's never going to change the way that he approaches it either. So that's why I think it is going to be fascinating. Well, this is it. And I think look, our low block should make life a little bit easier for us. Because the mm -hmm. way you guys, as you said, young clubs and change again, something we touched on at the beginning, and why I'm not a person, not a big fan of him, doesn't really have a plan B. Tuchel, I think, because of the squad we have, Tuchel has a plan A, B, and C. You know, we can, if you need to maybe start, you know, floating balls in a bit more, you bring in Hakim Ziyech. If you need to maybe bring on a bit of pace and injection, you bring on Timo Werner. You know, we, we have those options, or Christian Pulis if he's fit. You know, we've got these options going forward, we've got the options in midfield now as well, and we've got the options defensively. So, I think that analysing those key battles will be really important. But I think hopefully Jurgen Klopp's style plays into our hands where, you know, you do like to press high. You know, when, when we might have a low block, we'll be soaking up pressure and then we'll play a ball out wide and you'll have whoever's on the wing going forward and, and you'll have the overlap with the with a uh, wing back and hopefully you'll have that overload then in the box as well. So, you know, there's hopefully different places that we can target. Um, but we only know on game day. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's let's move on because I've been been looking forward to this conversation. It's not necessarily something that we always do in this opposition preview, but I know there's going to be a few sticking points in the conversation and I want people in the comments to get involved with this as well. I want to do a combined 11 with you because I think at the moment there's a really <laughs> good... I think there's a really good mix um, and, you know, as I say, it was something we put in the agenda. It's only a bit of fun. People in the comments, it's only a little bit of fun. Um, you know, don't 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 take it too much to heart. We're going to have a debate over some players. I think it's going to get interesting. But if we just go through quickly, position by position. So we'll obviously start with the goalkeeper. Now, Louis, mate, I know what you're going to say, but this is an easy one. I'm telling you now. Yeah, Mendy's been Mendy. great. Men Mendy. <laughs> Why? Why is it Mendy? Is he gone? Hello. He's gone. Easy. Oh, he's gone. He's back. Is he back? Is he back nah, in the room? You know, I was never gone. I could hear you perfectly. <laughs> Don't worry. My internet's, I've got my internet speed test here. Let's not take the piss. Right. right. Don't push it. Mendy, 17 clean sheets. Two more clean sheets already this season. Pulls out fantastic saves. And do you know what? Just because you're still living off of that header against West Brom, he's not having it. It's Mendy. What do you mean we're still living? He's won a Champions it was three months ago. So, he's won a Champions League. He's, so is Alisson. You're still posting it. It's a new season. I don't care. It's done. It's a great moment in football. Great. It, it doesn't make him the best keeper. Cool. He's an aerial threat and set pieces. Did, Everyone you be, need him. Be honest. Did you forget that Alisson had won a Champions League then? 
Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. No, but no. I, I, I haven't forgotten that. What I do know is that Mendy's won one more recently. He was so, also man of the match in the Champions League final. So was Mendy. Mendy wasn't in the final, but he was a man of the match in other games as well. In, it, and to be honest, if you're going to go, if you're going to go, if you're going to go and be very, very, very traditional Liverpool before you win a Premier League and start basing it off the things that happened. Did you forget that Allison's also ago, kept two clean sheets guess. this season? So was Mendy. He also kept yeah, seven. I know, but that was your year. point. That was one of your points. As if, okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry so, about so, it. So, Mendy, yeah, brilliant. Keep so, going. Uh, not at all. It's, Mendy, my, yeah. it's, our, it's our show, Mendy. so Alison wins. Um, okay. We'll go from left to right because I know the right back's going to be a pain in the arse. Um, surely, surely Robertson is the answer, right? Surely. Because yeah, I, I, I like Alonso. Give me Robertson if you give, if you, I'll give you. I'll I'm give not you giving you anything, you mate. You can't, you can't tell me that you're going to give me Robertson when he's quite clearly the best left back in the league. Ah, oh, mate, is, 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 is he fit? Yes, he's going to be fit. Are you I did write in the agenda, okay. assume no, everybody's no. fully fit. I did, I did give you I that I assume. Do you know what assuming does? It gives me, it makes an arse out of you and me, mate. All right, let's not, let's not push it. Okay, all right, okay. We'll move on to the answer there. So the two centre-halves, and this is where I think it gets interesting, potentially. Not that it's not been interesting already. Um, I think Van Dijk on the left. I think that's fair, right? Surely. Are we, are we doing? Are we doing? I thought we were doing. Are we, are we doing a four-three-three-three? Three, three, or are we doing? I'm going. Oh, sorry, I'm going to four-three-three. Three, sorry, that's just the standard, isn't it? But I, I understand there's a little bit of differentiation. But it, the thing is, because it creates more debate in midfield. Then, if you go with a four-three-three, because three, there's only two midfield places otherwise. Okay. All right then. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I'll agree with that. Give me Mendy. Fuck up. He's not better than Allison. Al he is. The, 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 he is. No, the, right Louis, 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 Louis. The logic that I'm working on is: Would Mendy get into Liverpool's team? No. Would Allison get into Chelsea's team? I think so. I think no. he would. Okay. No. All right. Fine. Virgil Van Dijk is on the left-hand side of defence. That's the thing. The other sticking point is the other centre back. What, who would you put in there if you're being honest? Rudiger, I guess. Rudiger, Rudiger over Thiago, Thiago Silva. He's not playing regularly, Thiago Silva. No. He kind but of what about Joel Matip then? Is Joel Matip, at face value, is Joel Matip a better centre-back than Antonio Rudiger? I think he could be. No, he could be, but no, because I think if we're doing, if we're basing it off of last season and everything, what we're talking about, Rudiger has, in terms of since Tuchel's come in, arguably has been one of the best centre-backs in Europe. Arguably. Yeah, no, no, I'll take that because it's interesting so, how that was... I wonder whether, just as a brief interlude, whether or not that is one of Frank Lampard's regrets because he really did leave Rudiger out in the cold and he's a quality player. And we were linked with him in January when we were frenzying about for a centre-half because all of ours were injured. And Rudiger was one of the names mentioned. Um, I like him. I think I think it's a toss-up because, again, it's, it's whether or not... If, if Liverpool sign Rudiger tomorrow, we just sign Canate and he can't get into the team because Matip's that good. So Liverpool sign Rudiger tomorrow... Would he walk into Liverpool's team? I don't think necessarily, but I don't think the same about Matip either. I think if, if if he went the other way, Chelsea have some good centre back. So I, I, I'll give you Rudiger if you give me Allison. He's thinking about. Don't it. work like that, mate. You just said that. Oh. It's it's really, If you just want to do a Liverpool team, then you can just do a Liverpool team. I'll, 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 I'll well, I think I think there's time. a lot more debate. But, I think there's a lot more know, debate. It's, it's Rudiger is one of the best centre backs in Europe. 
Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. And I think there's a lot I think there's a lot more debate with this and there's a lot more of a toss up further up the pitch. But it, let's do it. Let's get on to the right yeah. back, right? Because I know you're gonna sell me Reese James, but I've got a solid reason as to why Trent Alexander Arnold should be going in this team, and that's because of the system that you play. So here's my opinion. Trent Alexander-Arnold is doing a job in a back four and he's doing it quite well, okay? And he gets all his assists from a back four. I think Jane, I think Reese James will struggle in Liverpool's back four, but I think Trent Alexander-Arnold will do a fantastic job, better potentially better than Reese James in Chelsea's back five at a wing back. And that's why I think that yeah, in a back I mean, four that's because that's because he doesn't have to defend. Yeah, well, like, well, but why, where's this myth come from that Trent Alexander-Arnold can't it's defend? It's not a myth! It's not a myth at all. It is a myth. <laughs> listen, listen to him. Look at him. If, we're gonna, if you don't have a serious conversation about it, mate, I'll just put Trent in and move on. <laughs> no, okay. In, in terms of... In terms Do you follow of me logic? James, I, I, I don't, because Reese James, when he was in a four under Lampard, was unbelievable. But... But, but you didn't play in a four in a Lampard. You play Aspilicueta. No, we play, He played in a four, and Aspilicueta and him were rotate. Whenever he came in in a four, he played in there. He was and he was brilliant at it. So I think he, he in terms of overall, I th okay. In terms of the overall position of right back, yeah. overall, Reese James is better. No, he's not. Overall, no, he's not. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. He's better defensively. He is. Don't tell me he's not, because he is. Going forward, he might not be as good as Trent, but he can still develop a pinball like, on a on a on a sixpence. He can give it a perfect ball in, as seen at the weekend with Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, but that's overall defensively, he is going in. You cannot have there's no way, no way that right now you can have a majority Liverpool team. Not a chance. You're talk, you're playing against the European champion, and in yeah, terms no, of the midfield, I'm already having two. There's no way guaranteed two in there. If you try and argue against these okay. two, that right, we'll, get, we'll get onto that in a minute. Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. Oh, sure. So here's here's my question about the right back before we move on. Trent James, we we all know the truth. It is fine, but. Trent Alexander-Arnold, when you're talking about, there are two top right-backs, and I will concede that I, I'm so impressed with Dries James defensively. I think he's absolutely brilliant. He's an absolute beast. I watched him for Wigan, and he used to play in centre midfield for Wigan, and he was fantastic there. He's come to Chelsea, plays right-back. I'll give you that. But both Liverpool and Chelsea play high-possession games. They dominate a lot of the ball. What you want in that situation is a right-back who is pretty sound defensively, which Trent is. I, I, I'll concede that maybe Reese James is, is a better defender, but he, he can do a job. He's not horrendous at defending, but he is better going forward. So in a Thomas Tuchel side, I think if if Chelsea signed Trent Alexander-Arnold tomorrow, I think I think Trent would get into the team. And I think I think Reese James would have a tough time getting to Liverpool's side. That's my opinion. All right. He's so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Look, we'll give it there. We'll leave it. I mean, we'll leave it there. All, all, right all I know, every, every, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not going to get anything here. So it's, I'm just going to keep. No, you that. are. You are because look. Okay, this is where I'm going to go with the midfield three. Um, oh, and I'm listening. Oh. I'm having Fabinho. I'm having Kante, and I'm having. Um, no, I'm not. Sorry, I'm having Fabinho. I'm having Kovacic, and I'm having um, Jordan Henderson. No, if you're not, if you're not going to give, where, where is Jorginho in this conversation? The man is up for the UEFA Player of the Year. 
And yeah, I think Kovacic. Well, Liverpool's team. He's UEFA Player of the Year. I think Kovacic Liverpool is better. Player. I think Kovacic is better. I think Kovacic oh, is a fantastic no, player. You're, you're having a bubble. You're having a bubble. I think you're Co- having a mare. What, what you, no. I think Kovacic is a fantastic player. Honestly, Louis, listen to me. I'm not telling you. We're not even mentioned. I've not even mentioned Thiago. Can you get your head screwed back on? Can you pick your head up off the floor, please? Because you've lost it. All right, I'll go Jorginho. I'll go Jorginho over to um, uh, over to, over Kovacic. I'll give you that. All right. Yeah, and you give me Kante as well. Over Fabinho. Yeah, yeah, the, the best defensive midfielder in the world, and Fabinho. Yeah, the Kante. Who you got? Oh, he struggled to get a Liverpool team. Are you nuts? Kante is the best defensive midfielder on the planet. And he won. He, and you're going, oh, Alisson won uh, the uh, Man of Match Champions League final. Yeah, Kante won it in the final, both semi-final legs, and one of the quarter-final legs. Okay. Not All to right. mention, he's one of the most important players for France. So what was your midfield three? What was your midfield three, Ben? My midfield three was Jordan Henderson, Kante, and Jorginho. That was my three. Okay. Uh, where, to, so if you were going to, just as a point, if you were going to... Add the addition of maybe Thiago. Where would would you consider? Is he better than Jorginho? Is he? You know, where would you? If, if Chelsea signed Thiago, Thiago is mine. What? See, so okay. Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, we've got a super chat here from Neil Callahan. Jorginho is so important to just play. So. So well, no, no. I think okay. he's a great. I think he's a great player. I think there's been a lot made of him. A bit, a bit like Luka Modric was in 2018. I think there's been a lot made of him over the Euros. I think there's better central midfielders out there, to be honest. But I, like, I, I genuinely think Kovacic is better. I love watching Kovacic play. I'm not even having the debate Kovacic here about Liverpool brilliant. player. Co- I, I prefer. I, he's, I prefer he's, he's a good... If I could sign one of them tomorrow, I'd sign Kovacic for Liverpool over over. He, Kovacic would probably suit. He'd probably suit how you play a little bit more. Yeah. But the thing um, is, I mean, let's be honest. Go on. Sorry, f- f- super chat from Neil O'Callaghan, five euros, thanks very much. Alisson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, Van Dijk, Rudiger, Fabinho, Henderson, Kante, Salah, Lukaku, Mane, Klopp as manager. Now, for what it's worth, that's my front three. Oh, oh, oh God. Ima- Im- imagine, imagine a very Liverpool-heavy team. Delusional. Absolutely. You, if you, The whole thing, this whole conversation has been what we've done in the past. Chelsea are the current European champions. No. The fact that Mason Mount's not in that team... No Mason Mount, no debate for. Hang on, wait, Mister Vieira on the left hand side. No, maybe a slight debate for Havertz. Although I always, I think, I think Mane no, probably. Come on, Mane Salah. I'm just going to wait. Hang on, just wait. I'm going through. Front. No, I agree on the front three. I've gone through. It's the midfield, which is the midfield. So, the so, 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 so would you have so Mason Mason Mount? You you haven't brought him up either. He is a, he's a top player, but he. Where would he play in your team? He'd play, he'd play in midfield, problem. realistically. Yeah, he would. He'd play, he'd, play, he'd play on Henderson's side, but he, obviously we're not dropping. We're not dropping the captain, so that's that's the no. problem. Oh, is he? Is he he's a different type of player. He's a different type of player. In terms of obviously Henderson, the problem is we play different systems. We we don't have a particularly attacking midfield, so that's the problem. Play the Mount's a bit more like he's like a young. He's just he's he's basically the second coming of Milner. You know, you put him on the left, you put him on the right, you put him in the eight, you put him in the ten. It'll, it'll give you seven out of ten, mm. eight out of ten every single time. So, you know, I think, yeah. I think for me, it... yeah. Okay, let's wrap that up there, Louis, um, because that was uh, considerably. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, that was considerably less entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Um, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> of course you did. You always do. Look, Louis, we're going to wrap it up because we are struggling with the um, with the internet a little bit. So all I want from you is just a little bit of a um, a little bit of a score prediction from the weekend. How do you think it's going to go? Well, okay. Do you want me to talk then? Fair enough. Um, I I think Liverpool. I fancy Liverpool to win. We'll wrap it up there. Um, I do fancy Liverpool to win. Um, I think I think it's going to be a good game. I think in the sense of I think Liverpool obviously are much more solid defensively than Louis. I think Mick likes to make out. I think he's. Um, I think Van Dijk and Lukaku. I think he's going to be able to deal with him. Um, and I think the the place is going to be bouncing, and we're gonna we're going to be able to win the game. I think an early goal is going to be good for either side. Obviously, whichever one they go through, whichever one wants to take that. I think Liverpool um, getting themselves an early goal, um, get the place. Bouncing and uh, I, yeah, I do, I do fancy Liverpool for the weekend. But thanks very much, Louis, for joining us, and um, thanks very much everybody for watching, commenting, getting involved. Um, we'll be back next week, obviously, with the Around the League show. We'll be back with um, obviously the, all the all the lead up into the international break, dissecting the first three games of the season. Thanks very much for watching. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.